Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Poker Pro interview series. We are a how-to podcast series where we invite lots of wonderful guests on, very accomplished players in their prospective games, featuring the greatest and most accomplished players in the industry. Today, I have a secret guest, although we all know him as Charlie, but that's all we're allowed to know. Charlie is simply Charlie to us, and he is an expert blackjack player. You can listen. Uh, you can learn a lot more about Charlie at Blackjack for Winners. Dot com. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you, Annie. Here's the Glad one people here. have been waiting for, because it's, been, it's going to be famous now, and this new movie comes out by the MIT students who went down and uh, busted Vegas, I believe, right? They didn't right quite to. bust them, but they won, a few, they won at least $6 million, they're saying. Really? And where are these people today? I think all of them... Uh, some of them are playing in Texas Hold'em tournaments, uh, oh, okay. Andy Block, but... Uh, and uh, some of them are are, are probably uh, still involved in blackjack, but uh, unbeknownst to everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we, today, this is the one people have been waiting for. Everybody, we're going to jump right in. Charlie, take it away from here. We're going to learn about card counting. Okay. Uh, now let me explain exactly how it works. Um, and I may as well I'll backtrack a little bit to describe what. I've done in the past. In the past, in uh, Lawrence Revere's book, uh, Playing Blackjack as a Business, uh, I was taught to count twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes against nines and tens and keep aces on the side, uh, essentially, especially in multi-deck multi games. What I would do is count on my toes, or not on my toes, but by my feet, a toe heel, toe heel for every four aces that were played, and then I would move a coin, or I'd keep it in my head. But uh, most of the time, I'd have to move a coin because I wasn't able to keep track of it in my head that easily. Mm -hmm. So, uh, understand that if you go count the twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes, those are five uh, cards. That uh, times four is twenty cards, and the nines and tens, the nines, tens, jacks, queens, kings are also five cards, so that would equate to zero, and you'd have zero at the end, and you'd know how many aces would be left in a one-deck game. I have concluded, after, uh, especially after uh, reading the book uh, uh, Bringing Down the House about the MIT students, that they used the real basic system that I first learned, which, which was counting twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes, against tens and aces and not keeping a side track of aces and i said to myself uh i really i did well when i first started playing by counting the twos threes four sides and sixes against tens and aces why can't i go back to doing that it's uh, a much better disguise because you're not having to move uh chips to keep track of the side uh, count of aces so, uh, and I felt like I could teach anybody, virtually anybody that was disciplined, to be able to beat the casinos going back to this first style of the twos, threes, fours, fives, sixes against tens and aces. So that is the style that I've gone to, and I've continued winning using that style, and it's the best counting system to use, I think, 
uh, for longevity purposes uh, in order to continue playing. Sure. For those who have been following our podcast, you know that nine is the problem. <laughs> nine is the loneliest number. So you basically right. took nine out of the equation, right? Do you count a nine as a plus or minus? Right now, the best way of counting is the sevens, eights, and nines. You count as zero. Oh. And you only count the twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes mm-hmm. as plus one, mm-hmm. and the tens and the aces as minus one. And what you're saying, if you did this with a deck of cards, at the end of counting, if you were to flip over a deck of cards and do plus one for the two, three, four, five, and six, add on zero for a seven, eight, and nine, right. add on or minus one for a ten, jack, queen, king, or ace, right. correct, you would come up to zero. For the, for the tens, yeah. For the, uh, the the tens and aces, you'd come up to zero because you think about it: ten, jack, queen, king, and ace. Those it's are five cards. Five. There's mm-hmm. four times those five cards. Twenty, 20 cards also. So plus so you have twenty to minus come up twenty. With zero zero okay. with the end. Sure. It's a little so more it's, impressive in other words, at parties. It's a zero sum game. A zero sum game. <laughs> it's a little more impressive at parties if you keep a side track of aces, but to do that, but uh, it's you're really much better off at it. So simple. Okay. So simple. But please, I just have to implore, implore your listeners, you do not move to card counting until you've got the basic strategy down so cold you don't ever have to think about any combination of cards. You can say the A7 against the 2 stand, double with the 3, 4, 5, 6, stand with the 7, 8, hit 9, 10, ace. you got to be able to do that with every combination of cards. Then you move to this card counting. And once you move to the card counting, it's fun. It's fun to turn over a deck of cards. It's fun to, fun to impress people when you're at a party or something. You say, let me show you what I can do with a deck of cards. Just turn it over. You're going to know what's what's remaining. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, it's a, a zero with two cards remaining, and it could be a, a seven and an eight. It could be a high card and a low card. But many of the times you have a, like a plus four with with four cards remaining, you're going to know that they're all tens and aces. So it's it's really really interesting to uh, and fun to count cards. And the, what you have to do is let me tell you a story about what what was we were able to do in the in the 70s. In the 70s, we were able to go out to Las Vegas and play at almost any game. There were one deck games all over the place, and they would deal all the way down to the last card and give you a choice as to whether you wanted that last card or not. We knew what the last card was most of the time, and we could say whether we wanted it or we didn't want it. I mean, the dealer wouldn't show it to you, so you'd have to say whether you'd want that card or not. I mean, now it's not, I mean, it's not nearly as easy, but it's still, this game can be beat just as easily or almost as easily now as it could then. But, uh, it was great when they dealt down to the very The good old hour. days. Those are the good old days. All yeah. right. Now, you, now, what do we do with these numbers once we have... All right. Now, once have you have them, it's a, called a running count. So as you Now, do it two at a time. Turn the deck over. Not If you want to practice from... You could practice one at a time and two at a time. But it's much better to practice two at a time because as the cards come out, wait until... Let's just say you're playing in a game where there's six or seven players, you want to take a look at all the cards mm-hmm. at once. Look at it two at a time. It, mm-hmm. it would be better. It's a little bit easier to sit on third base and then start counting. Uh, the dealer's card is one, you know, either plus one or minus one or zero. And then you go, 
two, then the next guy two. And look at the two cards at a time going through until you get to yourself, and then you'll have the count. And then as they take hits, you could wait for them. You could wait for the second card to be consistent to try and remember every two cards that come out, mm-hmm. or you could just keep track one at a time every single time a card comes out after you sweep the table. Mm-hmm. But that's the way to keep track of the cards. And I would advise you, once you practice this and you're able to do it, you think you can do it, then go to the casino and stand behind some of the games, some of the blackjack games, and see if you can do the same thing as they're playing, and then start playing and doing it. And I can assure you this really isn't very hard. As long as you're counting the twos, threes, fours, fives, and sixes against tens and aces, it's really a pretty simple simple way of keeping track of the cards and you will know when the dick when the deck becomes rich in high cards and when you do that and you see the deck is rich in high cards that's when you start raising your bet now you might wonder when you're playing in multiple game multiple deck games uh, when the deck gets rich in high cards you know it could be a real a real uh, a running plus six in a six deck game after the first few hands are played and you can see that not even one deck has been played by looking at the discard pile you can say to yourself it's really only real plus one because you divide your running count by the number of decks remaining to be played I'll say that again the way to get the real count or the true count, whatever you want to call it, is you divide the running count, the count that you keep as you the same as you keep when you're going through a one deck uh, uh, hand, one deck of cards, and you turn it over two at a time. That running count turns into a real count by dividing by the number of decks remaining to be played, and you determine the number of decks remaining to be played by taking a look at the discard pile and looking at it if you see there's one deck that has been played then you st- and you're playing in a six deck a game a six deck shoe you just know that you have to count by five then and if your running count happens to be something like 15 then you divide five into the 15 and then your real count becomes a real plus three well, I'm going to let you explain that a little okay, bit more. Okay, I know that, that's I'm not I'm not saying it's a this nice is overview. Easy. But let's just, just uh, let me just say that again. That if you're playing in a multiple deck game, say in Atlantic City, and the running count, the count as you're keeping track of the two, three, four, five, and six as plus one, and the tens and aces as minus one, and it turns out that so many low cards come out that you have a running count of plus six with with six decks there's still five and a half decks remaining to be played then just divide but some people use half decks but just for the purpose of simplicity just use full decks and say divide by six so you have a run a real count of plus one and i've said to you earlier earlier podcast 
you start off with a disadvantage of a half of 1%. And every real plus one equates to a half of 1%. So, mm. if you have a running plus six, and there are six decks still remaining to be played, or approximately six decks still remaining to be played, you divide six into the running count of plus six, and you have a real count of plus one. And any time you have a plus one, you have an advantage. Well, a, a, a plus, a, a, you have to have a little bit more than a plus one because a plus one equates to a half of one percent. Mm -hmm. So you you break even with the casinos. Then you're just it's just like starting off in Las Vegas. Because starting off in Las Vegas with a good basic strategy, it's just about even money. Well, by golly, I think we're starting to get it. Charlie, what I'd like to do, as okay. I, I know that this is a wrap time, but we're going to come back. Don't okay. you worry, people listening. We're going to come back with a lot more. We're going we're to go over this again more than one time. Charlie, you want to give us some homework? All right. Well, uh, the thing I guess I would say is I, I, I suspect that what I've just said is fairly complicated. It's a little I complicated. Can I, I can assure you with the blackjackforwinners.com, if you go into that because it's explained over and over and over on those DVDs, you will be able to understand exactly what I said because I've explained it over and over again. I show you how to do it, and that's the best way of learning. I think I have figured out the best way of teaching a novice or someone who's not even not good with numbers how to beat the casinos. And I think the next time they, we should go into money management and yes, we will. Maybe we can go into even more advanced place than that, but right. at least money management. And by then, uh, all of your listeners, if they've listened to all of these podcasts, should be able to go in and beat the casinos. All right, guys, we are in for some exciting times. So I want to thank Charlie for being with us today. You've done a wonderful job. We now have a series of podcasts. If our listeners have been listening to them in order, there's lots of great information in about five. We have about five or six of these podcasts. We are going to come back and do another series where we go over the information. Assume that you have a, a more of an, more than a, this introductory knowledge. You've heard this, the podcast, perhaps have purchased Blackjack for Winners at blackjackforwinners.com and then perhaps want to want to go the distance a little bit more with some more in-depth information. At the very least, homework should be get a deck of cards and start counting out the decks. So you can just become familiar two at a time, and just so you can start to develop the skill set of being able to count, count plus or minus one. <laughs> count one. Hey, if you can add one and one, you can do this. That's exactly right. I mean, it, it sure doesn't take more than fourth grade education to be able to do this, I can promise you. Yeah, and make, make sh absolutely sure right. that no one jumps ahead to card counting yeah. before they memorize the basic strategy. What, what, good, what good would it be? Right. Exactly. You've got to apply your count, your real count, to the amount that you wager, and so you have to understand what you're doing with every hand. Right. I would maybe just add that the basic strategy that we've taught in prior podcast sessions uh, incorporates, I think, the best way of playing every uh, uh, game, whether it's one deck, two decks, or six decks, because if you move over to the variation plays at the end, we're going to go into that, uh, you don't have to worry about worrying about uh, whether it's a multiple deck game or a one deck game or a two deck game. Use that basic strategy 
for all of the games because we're going to learn variation plays before this is all over. All right, yeah, terrific. Charlie, you're welcome back, and we're definitely going to have you back. So I'm all looking forward listeners. to it. Yeah, yeah. Stay, uh, stay involved and uh, watch our podcast stream for new editions with Charlie. We've been speaking to Charlie, and he, of course, he is the creator of the DVD Blackjack for Winners at blackjackforwinners.com. Charlie, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, at Annie. At the blackjack table. <laughs> thank you. All right, bye-bye now. So long.